Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help. Let's sing it. And peace is dear. Let's bring it. The past is gone. Don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong. Let's right it. The battle is hard. Let's fight it. The road is rough. Let's clear it. The future fast. Don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. Hey, beautiful people. So on today's episode, I am speaking to the amazing and quite fashionable Margot McZeal from Lafayette, Louisiana, currently residing, by the way, in H-Town. Margot is, as you may or may not know, a PR expert as well as an entrepreneur. She's the founder of the McZeal Maven, which is a new fashion and beauty blog. Make sure you check out her website. She's also the founder of the McZeal Project, which is her PR, public relations firm, And she is the founder of Girls and Guys Rock Louisiana, which is a program that highlights people in the community who give back in extraordinary ways. We have so much to chat about, life, love, balancing it all, finding time for yourself. So make sure you stay tuned. Also, follow us on social media at Mexo Project, as well as at Say It With Your Breast. And don't forget, check out the website www.sayitwithyourbreast.com. So what's up, Margo? What you been up to? I mean, I forgot to mention that you are also in school right now. Oh, my God. Like you mentioned, I'm in school um, right now. I'm getting my master's in business administration, plus juggling, you know, regular nine to five, doing my PR firm as well in the McZill Project, and newly a newbie on the blogging scene with the McZill Maven. Uh, fashion and beauty, um, and everything in between block. So that's what's basically been going on a lot in the mix. (laughs) But what inspired you to start the blog? Because I know and from just knowing you, I know that style is always on point. Oh, thank you. What made you want to share, like, the tips and tricks and, um, you know, what made you want to start the blog? I think it goes back uh, years ago when I really became into fashion and beauty. I kind of starting off working at MAC. People always come up to me and ask me what I did, what products I used for my face, or how did I get that outfit together, where did I buy this particular pants or shirt, and doing something different. I always wanted to be original and unique in my fashion style and as well as in my makeup style. So basically people would always ask me, and I'll give them little tips here and there, but finally it became a time, um, 30, 30-something years old now, that I was just like, it's just time to go ahead and do it. Um, it's time to put the fear aside, and hopefully people accept it and like it and love it and get some great tips to bring their own originality into the mix. So I can definitely relate to Margot um, and what she's saying in terms of wanting to 
kind of embraced the fear because this was something that she really wanted to do. And when it's something you really want to do, just because you're afraid of what might happen doesn't mean you're not going to do it. Or it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, or at least give it a try. And with the podcast, I'm definitely learning, you know, um, that one, I do have this curiosity of people and how things work. I've always ha had a lot of questions just about life in general. I love to know how things work. And the other thing I'm learning is that putting out content is seriously a skill. And I am working on, you know, how do I plan content or do I even plan content? And do I just kind of go based on my gut or what I'm feeling in the moment? So I wanted to ask Margot, you know, does she plan ahead? Does she put a lot of pressure on herself to put content out there? Um, and how Absolutely. she goes about that process. I have ideas that come to me, but also what's going on in the industry now. I normally try to keep up and post upon what's going on as well. So okay. we have a little bit of the beauty trends. Like right now, it's Fenty Beauty. That's been the talk of the town. So. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> yes. So yeah. that's a big thing going on right now. So I touch base on what products, you know, you should get reviews on it. And share a little tips on how you can do your makeup and the aspects of everything. So, do you like it so far? I love it. It's, really? it's a chance for me to express myself. Yeah. Um, that's why I love it so much. It's yeah. a chance for me to be myself. Right. I find that that's like a big, um, I think maybe between like, I'm not going to say an age, but I think we all come to some conclusion at some point that we need to do something that expresses a piece of who we are so that we don't lose that piece of who we are. Exactly. Know? And so, like, despite how busy you, you get, and that's the crazy part about it, it's despite how busy you are, how many things you have going on in your family, your friends, your relationship, you still have a piece of yourself that you can't forget, you know? And yep. it's like, even, even if you get so busy and you try to forget that piece, it will not leave you alone. No, it will not. It will haunt you. <laughs> I've tried. Literally, like yourself will haunt you. <laughs> yes, it definitely will. And you will. have to do it. So in terms of like PR work, is that something that you still love or do you find that fashion is going to take over? I think I have a passion for both. I still uh -huh. love my PR aspect, um, especially working in entertainment. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, getting artists out there, trying to help them develop um, their image. I, I still love that aspect and yeah. will continue to foster that. Yes. So to give you guys some background on myself and Margot, too, um, you know, like I said, I do put out music. Um, I'm a singer and songwriter. That's my first love in life, honestly, is songwriting. And part of putting out music is also having an image, having a look, having an overall sound, pretty much a package, right? You're the product, not just your talent. Um, you are literally the product. And so part of that is getting PR and marketing and press releases and things of that sort. And so in 2013, when I put out my very first album, um, I was able to enlist some help and Margot was definitely on that team of people. It is a business, yes. Yeah. And it's also, well, building a relationship with you was easy and that would, it's kind of what made the business so easy to handle with you. So mm -hmm. building that relationship and that trust for you to let me do what I needed to do was the yeah. absolute best. So with everything that Margot has going on, she is doing PR for businesses and entertainers 
with the Magazelle Project. And then she has the Magazelle Maven, of course, which is the fashion and beauty blog. And she's working, she's in school, she's in a relationship. With everything she has going on, I just wonder how she's doing and how she's balancing it all. Oh, wow. <laughs> to be honest, I still haven't mastered it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell people. I'm just figuring it out. I th it's just day by day, and I mean, honestly, for me, it's it's hard with the relationship because it's it's long distance, yeah. so it puts it even extra pressure on things um, to maintain and to see one another and still be there to support or if anything is going on, you know, just be there to comfort. So um, I'm still learning. But I think I'm getting the hang of things. You know, work and everything is um, important to me, but also having my relationship and building that foundation is at a higher um, importance. So I always try to um, make time where it's needed. Yeah, I think that's important. I know for me it's, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, it's definitely a challenge I'm willing to to do well maybe you can give me some tips i don't know girl like i don't know like sometimes i feel that guilt of you know working too much and um i try to sometimes multitask and i end up possibly burning the dinner or <laughs> like yeah. or he's thankfully around to um, you know, catch it before it burns because I'm trying to edit something while I'm trying to cook, while I'm trying to send emails, or I might be, you know, send a text to my mom versus call her because I'm just trying to do too much. And I do think being forgiving to yourself because you are trying to do something innovative you know what i'm saying like it's not like you're like beyonce says like i'm not just this normal like you know basic situation <laughs> so, so yes. there is like as long as i feel like as long as i'm being honest and saying listen i have this 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 to do i'm gonna try my best to be done by this time just want you to know you know, so you're not waiting on me to do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think just right. being honest is the best you can do because some days it's easier and some days it's not. Like, I, I don't know. It's a lot. It is. And I like what you said. Forgive yourself. I'm going to have to take that in. That. <laughs> you might I'm have to write like that on into your schedule. Like, at this time, just forgive yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Schedule that. Yes. Seriously, schedule that too. But I, I do. But I have to say for me, he's been truly supportive and always pushing me to continue my dreams. So I could not ask for anything more. Um, I'm truly blessed. And that's that great that he's also in, in a creative field as well. And so, yes. you know, when two people are either both working towards something or at least you both have your individual goals, it's kind of fun to have your your collective like couple goals. It's different, oh, yeah. I think, if you only have couple goals and then you have nothing to do for yourself. It's like, okay, well, this is nice. I love you, but don't you have something to do? Or like, don't can I have something to do? So I think it's great that y'all both have your things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it brings out the best in each other. Yeah. So that's, that's a good thing. 
Yeah. Do you think that you're ever gonna put him in the blog, like his style? <laughs> Do you ever style him? Oh yes, that's definitely coming up. He's Seriously. Wait, right, wait, hold on. Now I'm your personal shopper and your stylist. <laughs> and so your yes, PR um, and your PR rep. <laughs> exactly. So I'm everything all in one. That's fun. Um, but, but yes, there will be um, posts about him, um, introducing him, of course, and um, giving some tips for yeah, some of the guys. Some for of the those, guys. You know, skincare to fashion to traveling as well. So um, mm. there'll be a little insight into our crazy life. That's fun. That is so fun. I think that's so cute. And the fact that, like, honestly, I think guys want to kind of know what we think of their fashion i don't always know what to what i think as far as like giving advice i just know if i like it or not (laughs) so i'm not good at giving the tips beforehand (laughs) that's a great start that's where it starts out at um for you you have a very sharp dresser he (laughs) is which is why i don't know what to tell him like I just know if I like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's easy. It's fun. It's all fun. Yeah, it's fun. Do you plan on bringing this to the screen? Is there some YouTube videos coming? Or is that like secret and no one can know? Yeah. (laughs) No, I can give you a little sneak peek. Um, Yes, we are working on YouTube. And it will be focused more on, um, I guess, the life and the journey of uh, myself and um, my boyfriend uh-huh. and how we're building things and trying to get adjusted to rain in the same time. Um, but also, I will have, you know, makeup tips and beauty tips and do some reviews and all that good stuff. So, and have hauls as well, like different hauls um, from stores that I just shop at. That's cool. And what I picked up. Yeah, I have a shopping challenge. Like, some people are height challenged. I am shopping challenged. For sure. Like, I used to love shopping when I was in college because, you know, I didn't need money for other things. And so it was like, I can go to a store and go shop for the party and get my shoes and get everything. I would work at most of the stores in the mall for the Uh discounts. And now I love to shop online. I much prefer to just sit at home, got my food, my wine, and just click, 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 click. Yes, and actually the crazy part is you introduced me into the online world. No, I I did not. And I was like, oh my God, she has so many cute outfits in her photo shoots. I need to figure out where she gets me. It's oh. only for photo shoots. I trust me, not for my real life. <laughs> trust. And I'm like, oh, she's killing it. I have to ask where she's getting this from. And you sent me a list, and from there, it's like, I remember world, that. Uh, <laughs> it opens up a whole new world. I'm telling you. Like, I do miss going to like boutiques. That's the one thing that I want to do. 2018 my goal is to like go back to shopping boutiques because they do have some interesting designers that they are in, like the, you know that they they shop from 
and sometimes you'll find like some really cool pieces but I really love shopping online I just love like my ASOS and Boohoo and like yes. my little classics that I go to because they always have good prices <laughs> like, and it's convenient it's so it's convenient fit. yeah like, and it's there. So and when you're busy, like, like sometimes you don't have time. Like I it's either groceries or clothes. And sometimes <laughs> groceries has to win. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know. I'm with you on that. Like, I just I don't know. But how has your friends and family are they super proud of you? Like, do they motivate you to keep going? Oh, always. Um I guess the greatest motivation for me is my family. Yeah. Um, we're close. We're a tight a bunch. But they're just pushing me to just do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, make my dreams come true. And just keep following my dreams and doing what I love. Yeah. I couldn't ask for anything else. What, what made you want to go get your MBA? Well, I just wanted to further my education in the sense of just gaining more knowledge in the business industry. Yeah. Um. You know, right now I'm in the um, nonprofit education sector mm-hmm. of things, and um, just moving up the ladder, I just felt like it was something that I needed to do um, to get me in the position that I want to be in. Yeah, I love that. Well, congratulations! Well, thank you. Seriously, it's that's an exciting journey. Yeah. Hell, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're definitely a person that, like, when you put your mind to something, you do it. Um, For people who are listening, too. So, when I, back in 2013, I think it was. It was either 2012 or 2013. I think it might have been end of 2012. Because I was just pretty much deciding that I was going to start putting myself out there as a singer and a songwriter. And um, putting my you know original stuff out and everything it might have been 2013 and you and um humble had put together i think it was humble i think so had put together a talent showcase and you had byron wright there from bmi who by the way i have seen him like four or five times (laughs) randomly like (laughs) randomly since then I've seen him in Atlanta two or three times and um, just randomly just see him. And thankfully, I have a, um, a, an introduction to him already through you guys. So when I do see him, I'm not like this crazy weirdo like, hey, Byron. <laughs> but anyway, you guys. So, yeah. So I was in the talent competition and I won. And that was like my first like big boost in confidence. Like, ooh, maybe I can really get up in front of people and sing my own songs. Because he was like, I remember him asking on the judging panel, he asked, who wrote this song? And I was so proud to be like, that was me. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so you, you did that. And then you also, um, you also created Girls and Guys Rock Louisiana. It was in the Daily Advertiser. It was like in the Times. It was, I think maybe in the, Av- I mean, you had promoted it everywhere. It was a big event. It was a huge turnout, huge crowd. Um, do you think that's something you're interested in doing again? Um, I mean, that was, it was a huge thing. I mean, for people who don't know, Girls and Guys Rock, it was an organization for unity, diversity. Um, There was mentoring and there was a celebration of 
individuals in the local, um, well, in Louisiana, who had been nominated or who um, were doing like amazing work in the community. So it was a huge, it was something different, honestly. Um, but yeah, what did you think of it? Like, is that something that you want to take on or do you want to do something different? I enjoyed both Summer Jam and Girls and Guys Rock. Um, there definitely um, were hardships in the planning process and in the journey of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, seeing the results and seeing the excitement on everyone's face, um, I actually would love to do something um, similar yeah. to one of them. Um, I don't think I would do both of them again, uh-huh. um, but one of them. And I, I think my passion and my heart would absolutely go to Girls in Eyes Rock. Yeah. Yeah, it was a definitely an interesting experience. Not interesting experience, but like empowering experience because the event itself. Because it is a lot of work to put together and to get all of those people together in one space at one time. Um, and there's a lot that goes on with that that I can't even imagine having to deal with. I know I could not put myself through it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I could not. I mean, I know my limitations and I will admit them and I know I couldn't, but it was a very cool event. Um, Thank you. Um, it really was. So if it is something that you bring back, I mean, I definitely support, I will help market and, and put the word out there to whoever I know. Um, it's like five people I know, but you know, I'll do what I can. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. And I mean, saying everything she was one of the performers as well <laughs> for girls and guys rock so she tore down the house as usual so it was fun thank it was you fun. for um believing in what i was trying to do and, for and sure. on that journey and i mean it says a lot when no one's this. you know what i'm saying yeah that says a yeah. lot so you know so maybe it's time i guess you know maybe or in how in whatever way that you do what you do, like it, whatever it is that you choose to do. I mean, um, I just talked to Morgan Pete, who does um, the Katie and a Fashion Week stuff, and yes, I heard that was a success. Yeah, oh, and I mean, even some type of collaboration or some type of involvement in which in that. I know that's not going to be till next summer, um, the second the second um, one, but. You know, it's just so many amazing uh, women. And when I thought about, like, even for the podcast, most of the amazing people that I know are women. <laughs> so, yeah. so it made yes. sense to do something that highlighted us um, and all of our Black Girl magic and all of our woman magic, you know, just to do our thing and just highlight it. Because... You know, we talk about all the great men, and that's really nice. But it's really the women who, in my opinion, do the most work and bring about the most change the quickest. But that's just Absolutely. my humble opinion. <laughs> but you're doing that. You're sharing that platform um, today as we speak. Yeah. Um, just giving an introduction of, you know, those powerful women taking the steps. I don't consider myself one of those powerful women yet, but I feel like I'm working towards it. Because um, I'm not where I would like to be, but I have come a long way from where I was. Right. So it's just a work in progress. Right. So, 
Right. Everybody's inspiring me, even you. I'm oh, well, getting thank my motivation you. back. I'm getting it together. I'm like, all right. The group is coming back. Yes. Yes. It's coming full. Everything is coming full circle. I don't know. I just feel like this, the end of this year is going to end great. I feel like 2018 is about to be lit just like across the board. Um, I don't know um, what's going on politically in the world right now. Well, I know what's going on, but I feel like I just don't want to know what's going on. And I just want to focus on the positives of things that I see because there's so much negativity that... It is. It's just sickening. I don't know. Do you, I, you also were a Houston, um, you lived in Houston. Do you, did you have any, like, any people, I guess, in Houston, like, that were affected by the flooding or anything? Like, was everyone okay? Absolutely. That's um, good. I, everyone is fine. Um, I did have a couple of family members house flooded um they Aww. basically lost everything that's so but, um, I'm sorry in, in a time of that their spirit is so up uh-huh. um just because they're blessed they're alive yeah you know, it, it could be so much worse than what it is yeah um so you have to be thankful for that and um i don't know it was just a scary time yeah scary time. i've been in hurricanes you know from louisiana i've experienced you know, a number of hurricanes, right. but never have I experienced anything um, right. like Harvey. Right. It's so bizarre. Like, I, I know that um, Beyonce ended up uh, posting um, some of the stuff that she was doing, trying to get people to donate money, donate, um, you know, goods and supplies and food and just as much as they could. I know there's still efforts now to get trailers out there to help with the cleanup yeah. efforts. Um, I have a friend of mine out here who's a who's a social worker, and she's out there trying to. I, I guess this is something that I, I don't know if she's doing this as part of her church or personal mission, but she's out there trying to help people emotionally and coping, and help with you know help the kids cope. Um, I don't know. Do you think that their response, like the Beyonces and the celebrities, do you think that response is being is it helpful? Like, is that is that helping bring more? Um, I don't know because I feel like our president is isn't doing anything, so I feel like celebrities end up stepping in to do something. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely bringing more attention to the matter and um, letting folks know, like we can't forget about um, Houston and what Harvey has done because you know it's almost what three weeks coming up right. that this happened. So, you know, eventually things are going to die down. But right, and we forget. But there are still, you know, out in shelters and stuff who have nothing still. Right. So we don't want to forget about them. So I think Beyonce coming in when she she did, and um, I have to say Beyonce and Pastor John Gray. Yeah. Lakewood have been instrumental in their um, donations and trying to make sure the money goes to those true Right. Benefits. I know there was a lot of controversy in the beginning because people immediately want to donate to Red Cross and um, people were like, no, don't donate there because they don't always, you know, the money doesn't always go to the people, donate to this place or this, this. And I was like, listen, I just want to make sure that anything I donate goes where it's supposed to go. Right. They have to do your research. Yes. So donating. Yes. The hurricane relief, please do your research to know where the money is going. Yes. 
and continue to like check the Houston, maybe the local news there to really see where things are because you know the national news will move on real quick and they are quick to talk about anything else. But um, yeah. you know, it's just you know putting that out there for people now. Like if you do still want to donate, I know a lot of the local um, places here they ask you if you want to add something to your purchase to donate, things like that. Just donate a dollar wherever you can. Donate something. But I just felt like, you know, throwing that out there because I don't want to forget about Houston. And I know that was a home for you. You know, it's still my home. It's still your home. Oh, I forgot that. You're yeah, that is home. My second home. Yeah. My first home is always last year. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, so I don't know if you hear this out there in Houston, um, but I definitely hear this from some people here in New Orleans, but they're like, y'all Lafayette girls. (laughs) Y'all, 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 that's where I need to tell my friends to go. (laughs) They be like, y'all, y'all know how to cook. Y'all know how to treat a man. Y'all friendly. (laughs) Do they say things. that? Do you hear that? Or is that just like something I'm putting out there and then they say <laughs> Well, I haven't heard it come across like that. They'll, first thing they'll ask is where you're from. And once you say Louisiana, it's like, do you know how to make gumbo? Oh, God. And it's God. funny because that's the thing they connected to is gumbo. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, they love Louisiana. I mean, well, majority of Houston is Louisiana. Right. So I feel like everybody just kind of ventured out here. So. Yeah. Like another Lafayette. For Houston's fashion scene, is that, um like, is it, because I know Atlanta, like, you think of Atlanta, you think of more fitted slash business looks. Like, you've got, like, the business chic, and then you have the super fashionista kind of look. I know down here, it's very, like, well, New Orleans specifically, it's a little bit more either super creative or a lot of, like, ethnic influences or very chic, you know, depending on your style or just real casual. But I don't really know what the Houston, like, aesthetic is. Like, is there, like, a special... Houston is very, how can I say, you can say chic, um, they're definitely fashion the divas, I would call them, they are truly repping. They are repping, um, you know, your name brands, um, as well as mixing in with a uh, low-end um, clothing company as uh-huh. well. So they're giving you a mix of both. I see. Um, but they're very aggressive in how they dress. Really? That's one thing I've learned living really? here. It's like if you're going out somewhere, make sure you're stepping out in your best. Okay. I like the challenge. <laughs> yes. Keeps you on it, coming up with new yes. looks. And everybody's makeup is always flawless out here. I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> but I can't go to the makeup artist every weekend. So that that's new to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's almost like going to the hairdresser on your Thursday. Yes, you know, like every thing. Thursday I go to Miss Pam, get my hair done. And they're like, no, we're going to get make sure our face is beat. <laughs> That's all they're concerned about. Yes. It's a weekly appointment. So. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, not mad at them. I'm, I'm not them. either. It keeps me at least 
interested and like on my toes and trying different looks. And I'll be on the Maxil Maven, like looking up different reviews that you give. Cause I'm one of those YouTube people who like, I will read reviews. I will look at video reviews before I purchase something. Um, right. Do you have right. any like fashion don'ts, like absolute people need to stay away from whatever? Sometimes the matchy-matchy is a don't for me. I know uh-huh. some people try really hard to match everything, like their shoes, their pants, and maybe have, like, a, just a simple top. But, I mean, these days, it's kind of taking things kind of boldly and, uh-huh. and being over the top. So print is something that is really in the season. So I think just the matchy-matchy is out. Like, yeah. It's time to embrace something new and unique so yeah try something bold she's like try something something bold bold. i like that i love watching project runway this season is season 16 and i don't know if this is a show that you watch i used to watch it um when i was like in high school and stuff like that i hadn't really caught up on project runway um right until recently because i just had time over the summer and i just didn't have much else to watch but on this season, they have girls of different sizes as the models. And so there's models from size 2 all the way through 20. I think 20 or 22. And they're all professional models, but they're different sizes. And they have to design for different body types on each like on each episode, they get a different model. So they don't know what size model they have to design for until the until that new challenge. And some of these people are like breaking down as if they never saw a woman that wasn't a size two before, like crying, like, oh my God, her boobs. I don't know what to do. Like, are you serious? Yes, they probably just been working on models who are a size zero. Yeah. Uh, The normal regular girl has curves now. So you have to learn how to embrace that in whatever you're designing. Right. It's no more of just, a stick model figure. Um, it's curvy and it's it's big. It's very big. In right. Thing. What do you think of so these I, new fashion styles and lines of like like Fashion Nova, for example, which I don't have the butt for. So shout out to y'all, but I ain't got that. Like I got my butt and it's cute and I like it and it's nice, but it's not Fashion Nova nice. But it's nice. You feel me? Like my mama gave me something. Let's not trip. But it's not fashion over nice. But what do you think of these new fashion lines? Like the Cardi B's are wearing them all the way to this recent, um, the fashion, uh, the diamond ball. I think Beyonce was in one of the, like either House of CB or a fashion over dress or something like that. I mean, yeah, what do you House think? House of CB for the dream ball. Yeah. Dream. Yes, it was really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Um, I love it. Uh, Lala Anthony actually just came out with a new denim line and it's for curvy girls. I saw that. Um, kind of tailored to uh, Fashion Nova. But Fashion Nova, I love it. Uh-huh. Um, I actually have a couple of their jeans. How do you like them? So, I think they fit me absolutely well because, I mean, well, understandably, I am curvy at the bottom. Uh-huh. So, um, you're blessed. <laughs> Yes, I have a butt. <laughs> in the right place. Yes. That's what I like. Yes. See, and I appreciate that. Like, I like 
the fact that it's not only it's not just like an Instagram fad. Like real celebrities are on Fashion Nova. Yes. You know, they love their style. They love and I appreciate the fact that the woman's body is being embraced for what it is. Not um and it's not as this new thing. Like a butt is not a new thing, okay? But the fact that they have a brand that people love, that people follow, and now other brands are following. Now the top designers are even following them. Exactly. Because most of your sponsors, your celebrity sponsors, are curvy girls. Yeah. So they have to tailor to them. Right. Um, so they have so many people who look like them, are shaped like them, and um, that's what they're trying to bring. Especially yeah. Gabrielle Union now, you know, she has her clothing line, um, New York and Company. Right. Although it's not tailored for curvy girls, she is focusing on how her body type is and trying to sell it to those that look like her, mm-hmm. you know, slim and athletic. Um, so I think it, it's starting to be embraced. Yeah. You know, the fit curvy look. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I get um, style ideas from instagram all the time especially for like shoots and stuff like i said my normal life until one day lord i will have the check and i won't need to spend it on all on groceries and i'll enjoy being a little bit more adventurous do you think that you would ever branch into designing a line or i don't know is that something that you think you might ever want to do i haven't even really gave it much thought uh-huh. But it would be something that I would be interested in seeing how it would <laughs> uh, progress. Yeah. I love, you know, textures and doing things and putting things together and kind of creating my own. So you never know. Yeah. Maybe in the future, it will be something that I will be venturing out and starting on. Um, as of now, it's, it's really not my focus. But mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, never say never. A lot of people end up kind of putting themselves in a box, you know? And then you kind of stop your own blessings when you do that. I agree. You know? That is a true statement. Yeah. Now that you are developing yourself as your own entrepreneur and your interest in the things that you love and the platforms that you want to use, um, what do you feel like you're learning the most right now in your 30s so far? the lesson that I've learned um, becoming 32 at this moment mm-hmm. is not to worry about um, what other people say about you starting um, your career or your entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Um, just focus on yourself and making sure that your brand is on point and together. Um, you don't need to worry about if someone is following you if you have followers or not mm. um the critiques that people have just set foot on what you need to do yeah i like that a lot of people will make you change your mind mm-hmm. on things you know they will give you the fear that you're not going to do well or they may be like well, somebody else is doing that so why do you want to do that mm-hmm. you know so you have to stick to your guns and you have to be strong in what you want to do mm-hmm. and just pursue it yeah I, i'm I'm excited to see where life goes, you know, because every 
time people are like, oh man, I'm old, I'm getting old, I feel old. I'm like, stop saying that to yourself. You're just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Like you're literally just getting started. You know, we I feel like I was a kid for more years of my life so far than I've been an adult. So I'm not old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm literally like this is just the beginning of more fun things to come. And I don't Absolutely. think that there's any age limit. I don't think there's a color. Well, there's some color limits in life sometimes, depending on yes. the system that you're working in for sure. Um, but, you know, regardless of your gender and things like that, if there's something you want to do and that avenue isn't there, you create it. Just create it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And make it for Nothing yourself. Nothing you back. Nothing. Um, in your pursuit of your dreams. Nothing. Right. What would you say to someone who is trying to figure it out for themselves in terms of their their own look, their own feel? Because I know for some people like myself, and I say I don't really like to shop, I think sometimes I just don't really know what my look is, you know? So I, I don't really even know what I'm going to look for. I just go and find what I like. And sometimes the things I like don't create a look. So what would be your advice for actually putting together a look? Yeah, I think for me, whenever I was starting out and trying to put outfits and different things together, the fashion magazines played such a huge role in how I would piece things, especially your Vogue, your Cosmopolitan, your Style & Watch magazine. Um, those are maybe my three that I really um, still look at today to try to piece some things. Mm -hmm. For me, it's basically, what do you feel comfortable in? Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can kind of go from what style you like. Um, maybe it's a certain top that you like. Um, and understanding, like, maybe V-cuts work for you or it doesn't work for you or you like the off-shoulder. Understanding and picking that style, going to the pants, if you like slim fit, if you don't like slim fit. You just have to kind of see what fits your body type and mm -hmm. what makes you feel comfortable too. Because you want to feel comfortable in whatever you wear. Yeah. But you still want to look good in it. Yeah. And you want to rock it with confidence. And it's hard to do that if you're pulling something down the whole time or pulling something up right. the whole time. Like it's, it's not fitting right and you're not comfortable in it. You don't feel like yourself. So right. that's good advice. And to be sexy in your outfit, uh -huh. you don't need to look sexy if that makes sense say that like, again so say that for the people <laughs> <laughs> to be sexy in your outfit does not mean you have to look sexy so you don't need to reveal so much you don't need to get so much size if you want to focus on one area that is fine but do not give everybody something in mm -hmm. all areas leave yeah. it to the imagination yeah. Um, you can be still sexy rocking a sweater, an oversized sweater. Mm -hmm. So just make it yours and do it right. Yeah. So I have a fill in the blank for you. Okay. Okay. I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be hard, I promise, but you can make it whatever you want. Okay. Okay. I wish I knew blank before I was blank. I wish I knew my dreams would come true. Before I let fear set in. Nice. How can you tell when fear has too much of a voice in your mind? Like, how can you tell that fear has had 
its moment and it's time for fear to go? I think for me, it was the aspect of um, it just kept coming back. I know we spoke about it before. Yeah. You have a passion for something, it, it's always coming back to you. Um, I know for me, I kept pushing it aside, kept saying, okay, you know, later on I'll probably deal with it or do something. But um, it was just that aha moment that you have. It's like, okay, you can't just stop, you know, letting fear get the best of you. You have to just go ahead and pursue it. If it fails, it fails. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But at least at the end of the day, I always go with at least you tried. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that I take with me. At least I tried. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I'm having fun on it. (laughs) Yeah, at least I tried. So what do you have um how can people get in touch with you or like how can people um reach you if they have like style questions or maybe they have pr related questions so for pr and style questions they can reach me at the maxville project at gmail.com if you want to send in um any inquiries on certain styles or if you just want to know some information or tips regarding public relations i'll be happy just to talk to you um and kind of guide you on that aspect so you can email me there you can reach me on instagram at the mcfield project and then me on instagram again at the mcfield project and definitely reach out you know if you have questions or you're just interested in learning more or you need somebody for pr you've been looking for someone now you have found someone so reach out to her let her know what you need. <laughs> yes, I'm here to help. If I could be of any guidance, um, I'm here. I know that's how I got to the position where I am mm-hmm. with help. So I'm willing to help. Yeah. Well, it's a different aspect. Um, I know for me right now in the education role, that being my client of a school district, I am basically marketing the schools, um, marketing the district and trying to get them on um, certain levels within the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, Also working with government agencies just to get grants and get sponsors and Mm -hmm. get programs into the schools. For another aspect of entertainment, I'm basically a publicist. I am your representation. I am the middle person. Mm -hmm. I help with any aspect that you need regarding contracts or anything so it's it's different in both (laughs) aspects yeah the same purpose is getting the client out there yeah y'all know who's gonna be the person to call for me so (laughs) so when i tell people my people gonna call your people i'm really talking about margo okay (laughs) and congrats to you as well Well, thank you i love the podcast so far you're awesome guest i'm gonna be keeping up on the blog and reposting things from the blog and so i'm excited to see what you're gonna do i mean the possibilities are endless all right you guys so i'm not one to stay after church too long so i'm gonna go ahead and say i enjoyed my message for the day And thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow at Say It With Your Breasts on Instagram. And check out the website www.sayitwithyourbreasts.com because I do entries on each guest every episode on the website. 
And I have this really cool page called Geek About Mine where I share some things that I'm interested in like books that have come up during the podcast, um, really interesting things I'm learning about in black history or what's going on in the environment. So I just like to share little tidbits here and there. So thank you again for listening and make sure you email me with any questions and inquiries. Say it with your breast at gmail.com.